This isn't Janet Jackson, and I love listening to Time to Talk. Hey there, come on in. Isn't the fortress clean? Can you see what beautiful work Baby Igor has done? And listen, I know some of you last week were concerned that Baby Igor was the one cleaning the fortress, and you thought it was some sort of dragon cruelty. Come on, guys. If any of you have any knowledge at all, they were specifically bred to serve. That's why he's here. That's why he protects the fortress. All of you should be grateful that Baby Igor is it. Listen, you hear that? Does that sound like an abused dragon to you? This is the fortress of pop culture where we protect the age of the megastar, where we protect the legacy, where we promote pop culture to continue it because it's under attack. And if you're going to write to me and say I shouldn't be letting baby Igor scrub, sweep, mop, vacuum and toil, then you're, you're just ignorant. You're ignorant fools of people that see that, Martin. Have a look around. It's, listen, just appreciate what is around us here. How clean is this fortress? How clean is this fortress? That's a good name for a book. You are now reaping the benefits of this amazingly clean fortress. Look over there, can you see? We've alphabeticalized all those albums. That pile over there is the Bananarama collection. Can you see it? It's fantastic. It's like, it was a bit hard because the seven inch discs, we weren't sure if we should balance them on top of the 12 inch. As you can see, we've gone for a bit of a combination of that. And over there, what do you notice? Absolutely nothing, right? Because that's where the Betty Boo collection was and it's finally in the recycling can. Things are really awesome in here now, so let's enjoy it. Should we sit down? Come on, let, let's move out of this foyer area. There's a beautiful little spot over there near the fireplace. Let's go and sit down. Oh, it's comfortable, right? Now, are you one of those really jealous Madonna fans? that have been talking to me over the past week when I dared to suggest that you were a little bit envious of the success that Kylie's having right now. I think I'm even more firm in my belief that Madonna fans are jealous. Maybe envious, okay? I'm happy to swap the word out because a lot of you seem to be happy for Kylie, but that doesn't mean that you're not sitting there thinking, I wish it was Madonna. I wish she was having the same level of success. Let me read you some of the things you've been saying, and very soon we're going to be talking to a UK Super Madonna fan, Sonny, who did stump up. Kylie fans are getting too big for their britches, says one person who left a comment on YouTube in this case. He continues, Seeing as Kiss Me Once and Golden were absolutely god-awful, Every diva has their down points, but I would rather get Madame X than attention. Disco was better, by the way. I like seeing an artist take risks in their careers, especially late in the game. Enjoy the clicks that Madonna's name provides. Ah, you got me in the side there. And here's another one from Twink3448. Madonna is the most famous woman in history and best... Oh, okay. Sorry about that. No judgment. I will start again. Madonna, uh, Twink3448 says, Madonna is the most famous woman in history and best-selling female artist. Trust, we aren't jealous of anyone. In the vast majority of comments that have come through, 
people will say, I'm not jealous at all because Madonna did X, Y, Z, and they'll go back to 1982 and they'll tell me all the success that Madonna's ever had. If you weren't just a tad jealous, would you really need to tell me all of that? I know how successful Madonna is. I'm one of her biggest fans myself. Don't need you to tell me that. I just... I was dumbstruck by how many Madonna fans were telling me they wouldn't listen to Tension. And if you love pop music, why wouldn't you listen to Tension? Even if so you can conclude that you hate it. Why aren't you listening to it? Something great is happening in the world of pop culture. It's the one thing we all have in common. The age of the megastar. We're here to defend it. We want the epic. And you won't listen to Tension. To me, I conclude you're jealous. I don't think you want to listen to it because you're worried you're going to be sitting there thinking why couldn't Madonna have produced something like this. That's how I feel. Now there is a lot coming up in this episode. Let's have a look. We're going to be getting an update from our Terry. A lot of you heard from Terry in a very recent podcast, it might have been the last one, where he was talking about the fact that he was throwing in the towel. Well, we're going to find out what's been happening in Terry's world since that one was broadcast. We're going to be talking about a rumour, I don't know if it's a rumour or not, about what we can expect from the Celebration Tour. We did that in a podcast one or two back about what we hoped and what we could expect. There's been a bit of a leak about what we could expect. A little bit of a mini, mini, mini spoiler. So don't listen to that. Put your fingers in your ears if you don't want to hear it. And gave me chills if it's true. I absolutely love it. You can hear more about the contest that we're running to get your hands on the red vinyl, Two Hearts. And what is going on with the lyrics of Tension? The song? That's really weird. And can our Kylie... Remember the name of every single one of her albums in reverse order. You probably saw it, but stay tuned. It was a cracker. Now, before we walk into the fortress and meet Madonna fan Sonny, what do you think? What's going on? Tension is one of the biggest albums out at the moment. It's doing a roaring trade, as they say. But Kylie's Spotify monthly listeners have sort of been trickling down, not rapidly, but just you'd think if you'd released an album, they'd go up, right? My theory is that the Padam Padam single is getting less plays, as, as you'd expect, that's starting to wear off. But I would have, and maybe yeah, the rest of the album just isn't keeping it up. So she was hovering at close to 18 million streams in her prime, of this era, that is, at Christmas time it goes ballistic through the roof. But then, since the release of the album, she trickled down from 16 million monthly listeners to 15. She's now sitting at 14.2, and it's been pretty consistent there for the last week or so. But why? And it did remind me, and a lot of you are going to say, <laughs> the eggs on my face, because Nathan, our young Kylie fan, uh, who's been on the show a few times, has, well, let's face it, he's rattled on about uh, streaming. And a lot of you, it did dawn on me, is this what's happening here? So many of you bought physical versions of this album, and you're loving it. You're playing it on the on the vinyl tray, you're playing the CD, you're playing the cassette. Are you costing Kylie success by doing that? 
everybody, it's your favourite broken record, Nathan here, just for the little public service announcement. A very passive-aggressive one this time. Um, so, Tension has absolutely blown her recent releases out of the water, as I'm sure we all know. Um, globally, she's charting at levels that we've not really seen since Aphrodite. Um, she's really gained so much global traction over the course of of this um, era that we absolutely need to start streaming. Um, despite all of this, Kylie's monthly listeners on Spotify are dropping. They were at about 14 and a half million not long ago. And they're now teetering onto the 13 million mark despite the album launch. Um, you know, I hate to say I was right, but I was right. Um, we need to get Spotify. We need to be playing Tension Daily. Even if it's once, even if it's just once a day, tell your friends, tell them that we need to continue streaming in order for Kylie to be able to maintain her chart positions globally. It's absolutely essential. If she drops off a cliff in the coming week because nobody's streaming her new album, that's not going to look very good on her at all. Now, don't get me wrong, Kylie fans are absolutely streaming more with Tension than they have in previous releases, but it needs to be more. It needs to be more. There's a fabulous playlist on YouTube of all the visualizers that she released, um, and we can play that. And we can also get it on Spotify. Apple Music is kind of irrelevant. Like, Apple Music is brilliant, but in comparison to Spotify, Spotify has probably triple the amount of people. If everyone's playing it on Spotify rather than Apple Music, um, there's just gonna there's just a much larger audience that can get this music suggested to them. The more we do this, the more Kylie is gonna snowball. So yeah, passive aggressive and less positive than usual. But I'm playing hardball here, guys. I'm playing hardball. So, yeah, maybe keep listening to those physical copies, guys, but maybe start streaming as well. Okay, just give me the green light and I can make you feel better. Let's go and meet Sunny. Come on, let's go and meet Sunny. Coming to you from the mountain fortress of pop culture. You're listening to Time to Talk. Hello everyone, this is your Daily Dose of Internet. Sunny, you're a little bit upset at the fact that I implied in my last podcast and online that uh, Madonna fans were jealous of the Tension Era. I was a bit confused, to be honest, because I don't think we are, to be fair. I don't think you were confused. Can I read you what you wrote? Well, I know that I made a statement. I said that, um, well, no, actually, I said, I, I remember what I said. I just said I think it was stupid to assume let, that we let, were jealous. Let me remind you, Sonny. Let, I'll remind you so you can talk to it. You wrote, Kylie has always been a basic pop star, and that's completely fine. She's just harmless fluff, the sort that appeals to just about anyone. It's True. almost as though she has no point of view. There's no message in her lyrical content. She's never challenged the system. She hasn't had the same cultural impact as Madonna. If it wasn't <laughs> for Madonna, there would probably never have been Kylie. She's only ever been popular in Australia and some of Europe. Just a poor man's Madonna. A poor man's <laughs> Madonna, Sonny. Come on now. Oh, come on, Tim. You know it's true. So she's so what? She's had a bit of a hit a random hit with padam padam i mean oh my god so what it's not vogue it's not 
Justify My Love. It's not erotica. A 35-year career. 35 years based mm-hmm. on copying Madonna, might I add. She's really? taken a lot from Madonna. I know Madonna's also done that, but come on. You know that. She's she's heavily borrowed off Madonna throughout the years. And I don't dislike Kylie. I think she's great, but... and. Um, and and I like the fact that she, you know, she pays, she she references Madonna a lot, and she admits that she's taken from her. Um, but going back to your original question, there's no reason for us to be jealous just because she's. I mean, You're tension just sounds jealous. like MDNA. It just sounds like MDNA, doesn't it? Tension feels like to you like MDNA, literally. Don't you think? Um, I have not thought about it, but um, MDMA yeah. was a pretty lacklustre album, whereas Tension is the opposite, so I can't see the comparison. Um, I think that a lot of the stuff on Tension, from what I've heard or I've tried to listen to, sounds a lot like the stuff on MDMA, just, just dance pop music, which is just easily done. And I know that you know it wasn't Madonna's best effort, but it was still, it was still okay. It wasn't the best, but it was all right. But tension just sounds like just another version of that. Really, it's nothing new. It's the same old Kylie that you get on every single album. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like I said. I don't have anything against a woman, but I just think exactly what I said in that Facebook message last night. She's just harmless blah. She doesn't really have much to say. She's cute. She's pretty, and that's about it, really. You know, if you're on a bit of a tight budget and you can't afford those grand ticket prices that Madonna puts out, um, you know, then just go and see Kylie. She's local and she's affordable. <laughs> Hang on. Please, please, can we just, like, let's reflect. Let's pause because I'm in stunned shock here. Let's just pause and reflect. If you can't Why afford to see Madonna, be, because I've never heard anybody discredit Kylie like this before. Okay. I mean, have you you've heard tension, right, from start to finish? Do you know what? I'm gonna be really honest with you. I've heard a few, but I was like, oh, okay, is this disco? Is this um is this light years? Oh no, it's a new one. I just thought, okay, oh it's pretty nice, Kylie, cute. Okay, bye. How does it feel as a Madonna fan, having waited for many years for the bacterial girl to launch a song that anybody can relate to? <laughs> <laughs> and, all of a, and all of a sudden, Kylie oh, comes along and she puts out an album that the whole world can relate to. Can the whole world relate to tension? Look at Is the sales figures. Look at the chart figures. Look What's at what people are saying. Figures? Look at the gushing praise. Yeah, because again, once again, it's just music that's just disposable pop. It's just people can relate to it because it, there's not there's nothing threatening about any of it. It's just. It's just cute, fluffy pop. It's there's nothing to it. I mean, and sales. Um, okay, fifty three thousand copies sold in its first week in the UK. Yeah, really good. Um, but what? So what? It's next week. The, the album will probably t- will have dropped a few hundred places around the world. It sounds to me like you're trying to say that Madonna is the thinking man's pop music, whereas yeah. Kylie is not. Absolutely. And are you really trying to argue that Madam X was the thinking man's pop album? Um, I, I think it really was. At least it was. It went that way, and she attempted it, and, and she had stuff to say, stuff to get off her chest, and, and she dared to do it. She didn't sit there and think, oh, my God, 
are people going to buy this? Is this going to do well? No, because she's earned the right to do what she wants and she can make an album like that and, and say what's on her mind and talk about, you know, social issues, whether it's ageism or the stuff that's happening in the world right now. She'll, she'll just do it. Do you know what I mean? There, there was lots of important, uh, important messages on Madame X. Um, and I've just felt like, you know, although Kylie's music is enjoyable, uh, at least some of it, um, it's just, it's just the same old thing time and time after again. Okay. So I'm really, I've, I'm, I was really curious how you had come to your conclusions online and I think I'm starting to get it. You, you like pop music that makes you think that has a statement that Absolutely. tries to influence the world. Uh, tries mm. to influence politics, cultural norms. Yeah. Kylie has never done that. You're absolutely right. But don't you think, yeah. in a in a subtle way, she has by showing the world that kindness and joy are things to be celebrated. Love absolutely. is love. Absolutely, <clears throat> absolutely. And also, what I really love about Kylie is the fact that she's still here, and you know, she's she's what fifty five. Um, and, and, and she's also made some really important um, comments in the media lately about ageism and the fact that how unfair it is that, you know, sh- that, that it, it exists because people like her don't get played on the radio anymore. And, and there were lots of DJs in the UK that were very reluctant to pay her, play her, her current stuff. It's just so incredibly unfair because you know people, you know, mature people can still do it as, as Kylie has proved. So I like that about her. I've got to say, though, I'm still curious, Sonny, why you took to social media to write at this point in time, this particular point in time with tension doing the rounds and, and having such success and describing Kylie as harmless fluff and the poor man's Madonna. It sounds to me like you are jealous. Would you like Madonna to be having the same success right now? I, But I, if I'm honest, I think you're jealous because... You're the one that put the. You're the one that put the um the you know the the message on Facebook to stir up some sort of argument. Clearly, you have that in your in your mind somewhere. Did you listen to my podcast? I don't. I've never listened to your. I've never. I've never heard of you. Did you listen to the episode you're talking about? That I mean, all I did was put the um the name of the podcast up there, saying "Are Madonna? uh, Why are Madonna fans jealous?" and if you listen to the podcast, my argument for that, which is fair, it's 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 an arguable point, is that all the Madonna fans I'm talking to at the moment, when I ask them, have you listened to Tension, say no. So from that, I deduced jealousy. It might be wrong, but that's... So. Uh, and it's interesting that you're, you're accusing me of stirring things up and you haven't even heard the podcast. No, because you are, because you know what you're trying to do there. You're trying to put them up together. By saying, by implying that, oh, um, you know, Madonna fans are just jealous. No, why would we be jealous of Kylie? You know, I'd like to think that the Madonna fans and the Kylie fans get along, you know, more so than the Gaga fans, for example. Um, and we, we like each other, we respect each other, you know. Madonna likes Kylie, I don't know Kylie about that, Madonna. Sonny. I'm sorry. You, it's, it's nice that you're saying that now, and I'll take you at your word, I suppose, but at the height of Kylie's success, you've taken to social media to describe her as harmless yeah, because fluff. And no, 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 hold on. Let's just, let's just make sure we're getting this clear. And no lyrical content with any message of value. A woman who's never challenged the system, even though you've contradicted yourself and say she's challenging apparently this ageist society we live in, no cultural the only impact, thing she's ever done. and a poor man's Madonna. I mean, well, I, it that's... does sound like bitterness to me. 
I'm sorry, but I'm not bitter. I'm not jealous of her. She's done well and she's done great. And yes, that's the only thing she's ever challenged is the old ageism thing. Other than that, she's just there, just to, you know, people please. Um, but that's how I generally feel. That, that's my viewpoint on her. I do think she is a poor man's bidonra, I'm sorry. Um, and I, that doesn't mean that I don't like her or, or that I think that she has no value. Um, I think she's she's all right for what she does. And she's just Kylie, bless her. She always has been. And she will always, Madonna will always be, I don't know, like God compared to her. And Kylie's just a disciple. <laughs> that's how <laughs> I, I see it. What did you feel when you were listening to the Tension album? I was, as I said earlier, I listened to some of it um, other than the first single. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It's, again, it's what, it, what album am I listening to? Is it disco? Is it um, what Kylie album is this again? Oh, yeah, of course, because it all sounds the same. Is it frustrating Mm-hmm. That Madonna isn't selling out the stadiums. Apparently, there's a lot of empty seats, and that she hasn't Where did released you get a that hit. From? Uh, actually, somebody messaged that to me today. I quizzed them on it too. I said, "Are you serious that that stadium in the United States is still not sold out?" And they said, "There's ample seats." But more to the People, point, what we do know whatever. for a fact, uh, she hasn't had a hit for a long time. Does that frustrate you? No, because she doesn't need a hit anymore. And uh, and can I just say that she actually has had a hit. She is featured on the weekend song. She's on it as well, and that song is also credited to her. I'm and sorry, but um, Sunny, you could put Betty Boo on a weekend album, and she so, would have a hit on her hands. Yeah, good, good for her then. That's great. Good for her. Put her with weekend. Get her a hit as well. It's harder for Madonna now to get a hit. We all know that people that age don't get played, and and Madonna has. She just doesn't it's not all about the music she's obviously writing her screenplay she's preparing for a world tour she hasn't done any music for a while and we get that and i also get that she's probably not gonna have another hit on her own again but no it doesn't bother me at all because madonna's the biggest selling female artist of all time 400 million albums sold her celebration tour has currently sold out and she's gonna slay some more power to her good for kylie for doing vegas isn't that where they go when like when I don't know when they're not doing very well. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a contradiction, Sonny. I tell you, you you're on her side, and then you give her a knee in the groin I, like that. No, I mean Vegas is just I don't know. To me, Vegas is like when you're old Put out and to pasture. no one cares about you. Yeah. Hmm. I tell you what, Sonny. The one thing that I really, really, truly, authentically respect about you yeah. is the fact that of all the dozens and dozens of abusive messages that I've had, you are the only person who said you'd be willing to put your, um, you know, talk to me about your views. And I can't respect that more. I actually respect where you're coming from in a very Mm -hmm. strange way. I think it was very (laughs) mean-spirited of you to describe her as a poor man's Madonna. She's nobody's bitch. I'm telling you that. Madonna would not describe Kylie as a second-rate madonna so yeah, why her fan her would i have no idea <laughs> not to her face <laughs> behind her back you reckon maybe oh definitely yeah you know lola's a big huge kylie fan don't you i don't think that's true oh gosh where did you get that from i love it you're as argumentative as me yeah well that's good yeah you argue with me over tea bags. You argue with me over times and apps. Mm-hmm. You argue with me over Lola. You're an argumentative <laughs> little one, aren't you, Sonny? Absolutely. 
but I'm curious <laughs> to see where you got all that information from the the Lisa Madonna fan and uh, sorry, Kylie fan and Madonna's Madonna said selling. it herself, Sunny. Uh, if you're referring to an interview Madonna did in 2015, uh, mm. when she spoke to some Australian uh, guy, um, she said something like she listens to Taylor Swift, and then somebody else said, uh, and in the interview, it was like, but what about Kylie? And then she was like, oh, oh, oh my God, yeah, Kylie too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I'm going back to 2002, so I am going back a long way. But Madonna said Lola was really into Kylie at the moment. Well, that was 2002, Tim. That was like 100 years ago. And I think she knows about <laughs> Kylie now. <laughs> you think so, she's outgrown Kylie? Well, obviously. All right. You and I need to try to find Lola's phone number. We'll talk to her together. I'm pretty sure I'll be right. Okay. Are you going to the celebration tour, Sonny? Uh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Like, it sounds – I'm worried that you're thinking I'm not a Madonna fan. I am. I've been with her right from the beginning, practically, through my sister at the very beginning and then by myself. That's and I lie. think she's amazing. That's a lie. Hey? I stalked your Facebook and there was only one picture of Madonna and the rest of it was, like, Kylie – but you're you're telling me I'm lying, and yet half of my podcasts are about Madonna. Um, I was on about your Facebook. Sorry, I was looking for all your pictures. Let me see a photo of you. But it was just swarms of Kylie. Well, there's probably are swarms of, of Kylie at the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, you don't listen to podcasts. That's a shame. But Sonny, I, I do have respect for the mm-hmm. fact that you stumped up, and that's pretty awesome. And I know it's late over there, and you're trying to get back to your twinings. Am I right? Uh, twinings, yeah, and then maybe Pornhub in a bit. But, um, <laughs> yeah, have some fun before bed, but, you know. <laughs> I have, ladies and gentlemen, we've found someone who speaks for truth, his truth at least. It's <laughs> awesome. I love it because I'm all for that. Freedom of speech, baby, I'm telling you. Social media wanting to cancel everyone. I'm telling <laughs> you, I've, been, I've had at least 40 people try to cancel me since I put up a post yesterday because I said, Madonna fans appear to be jealous of Kylie. Exactly. I don't mind them and, saying and, that, but cancel me for it? Give me a break. Well, someone messaged me saying, "Don't, don't, um, don't do what he's asking you. Don't, don't go on his podcast, whatever he's doing, because he's just a shit stirrer and he's causing trouble." And I was like, "Well, I appreciate you know where he's coming from, and but I'd like to have a conversation about about this with him, and you know, and see where it goes because." Um, it's really interesting that he that was quite a statement that we're jealous and and we're really really not you know well people can make up their own minds because some of the statements you've made today honest as they may be from your point of view mm-hmm. would suggest that there is absolutely jealousy there or frustration that your star isn't doing as well <laughs> but we could be here all night or morning I or like you Sonny absolutely I think I like you I too like now, you too. you're very contrary Sorry, you're very contrary. You're you're, you're argumentative. You, mm. you don't like to let anybody make a point without it being, you know, thrashed especially, down. Uh, especially like when it. it comes to Madonna. Madonna's Fair like enough. the Lord, honestly. The Lord S. Yes. Right, well, yeah. We both agree on that. She is mm-hmm. remarkable. I mean, she's shaped my life in ways that, um, and I'm sure she has yours in ways that people will never understand. So I'm More and, so and Charlene. If there's one thing that I can, look, <laughs> they've both taught me different things, Sonny, to be honest. Kylie what has, has Kylie taught, taught me, you. Tell me, what has Kylie taught you? She's the most emotionally intelligent person I've ever come across. She's taught me about 
the value of curiosity, kindness, compassion, and class. Madonna's taught me the strength of uh, standing your ground, saying what you believe. In fact, I find it amusing that everything Madonna preaches, half her fans throw back in her face like a whipped cream pie. She talks about freedom of speech, and yet Madonna fans are rabidly trying to shut down anyone on the internet who says something that they don't agree with, which is Not necessarily. Not really. Well, you don't. We, we, we just cut back you at haven't. stuff. We just, we're good at, you know, identifying, you know, a lot of bull, a lot of BS. Like the, the comment that we read yesterday about fans being jealous of Kylie. Um, well, don't know. We're, we're, we just, we're just good at calling stuff out like that, really. But we, we you know, we follow a lot of her teaching. Yes, <laughs> you follow a lot of her teachings. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. But I mean, look, we shouldn't laugh because it's actually true. She is she is a cultural phenomenon, and she does have teachings, and she does have messages that have shaped the lives of many people. So even though I initially found that a funny turn of phrase, it's true. I it follow just, her it teachings too, Sonny. Me. It fascinates me. I mean, I'm Indian, right? And you can go to a village in India and speak to like an eighty year old woman, and, and you'll say like, "Do you know who Madonna is?" And she'll be like, "Yeah, I know who she is. Madonna, Michael Jackson." And, Kylie. And if you were to put Kylie, they were like, who? I'll oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. That's anywhere ridiculous. World, what, have you taken a poll of everyone in India? Well, I suppose, I suppose to your point, if you go to like Paris or a gay club and you're like, Kylie, like, yes, Kylie, we know Kylie. So I suppose you have a point. Well, Sonny, I feel like I've made a new friend and I want you to go at least, I know you said you don't listen to podcasts, at least listen to the one where we talked about the celebration tour predictions. It's not that far back. Go and listen to you, that. What did you say about it? Oh, well, you are interested, are you? Okay, well, go and listen. And then Slightly you'll find curious. out what we said about it. Is it on YouTube? <laughs> uh, golly, do we? I, I think it is on YouTube, yes. But if not, okay. I'll send you the link. I'll send you the Podbean link because that's right. easy and universal. Yeah. Okay, send me the link and I'll listen to it. Thank you, Sonny. I've really enjoyed this. You're oh, a funny too. person. And you, Tim. It was nice speaking to you. You've kept me up like way past my bedtime. Sometimes amateurs know best. And the lack of professionalism is all you'll hear on the Time to Talk show. Join Tim and his panel of guests as they wade their way through a range of news, music, and pop culture treats. Time to Talk, the show hosted by amateurs for unprofessional listeners. Well, you've got to hand it to him. Sonny was the only Madonna fan willing to come on the show when I extended the invitation. Lots and lots and lots of people sent me messages, left comments about Madonna fans being jealous or otherwise of Kylie's current success. I just don't understand people who are willing to get behind a keyboard and type the most vile things or even things that are reasonable, like their point of view, and aren't able to have a conversation about it yet want to keep having the conversation in text i sort of don't get it i i have to respect some people are more comfortable that way but it just seems so cowardly and sunny you know you are like madonna you're controversial you're rude you're brattish but you're interesting and it's worthwhile listening to you now after listening to that if you'd like to come on the show you can or you can also take 
a gentler path and you can pull out your phone and use the audio recorder app just to record one or two minutes and email it to us like so many of you are doing these days time to talk australia at outlook.com you can find me on social media tim power you can also find time to talk australia radio show i think it is there's a page on facebook we're on instagram as well time to talk show it might be time to talk dot show possibly isn't it terrible what kind of host am I? I can't even tell you where to find me. But look me up on uh, Facebook, Tim Power, and then all the links are there, of course. But I would love to hear your thoughts about what Sonny had to say there. So pull out your audio recorder, or if you'd like to actually come on the show and we can make the international time differences work, you're absolutely welcome to do that too. Whenever I listen to Tim and his panel of guests, my toes begin to curl. And I feel just the right amount of tingling all over my aching body. Now, let's get back to the show. (laughs) And another Madonna fan, friend of the show as well, Terry from the United States. Well, you can go back and listen to his podcast, A Madonna Fan Throws in the Towel. I think that's what it's called. Here's a little reminder of that conversation. So you started off with the celebration tour going to five shows with friends and whoever. How many shows are you going to now? None. Wow. For somebody that was as sick as they say, I mean, seriously, she went to Lisbon. She went to Beyonce's concert. Uh, She hung out with her boyfriend that's the boxer. I'm not saying that doubting any of that but i mean i really think that if somebody's that sick like what they were saying that you're not going to be out running around and i'm not one of those kind of fans that oh poor madonna poor madonna because everybody gets sick but guess what happy news terry has an update for us Hi, it's Terry from Colorado, and I know a few months back I said that I wasn't going to attend the Celebration Tour, but I've been a fan for 40 years, and um, I did keep my tickets for Denver, as originally planned, because I'm so close to there, and I have added a show or two. I have added Minneapolis, so I'll start seeing the tour in Minneapolis and Denver, and then I'm going to end it with the last two shows in Austin. Um, I was really more concerned about her health than I was the tour because I personally had a really big beef with the way management handled everything with what happened to her and her getting sick. So I'm going to wish all Madonna fans a happy celebration tour. And uh, it's nice to see the tour taking shape because we're seeing merchandise and we're seeing her healthy. And, you know, we know that she's in England uh, rehearsing and getting ready to kick this thing off. So that's just an update for me because many of you probably wondered if I was going. But I've been a fan for 40 years and I've never missed her. And I just couldn't feasibly see a reason why to miss this one because it's going to be very epic and I would also like to wish all of the Kylie fans a happy tour too. Thank you so much for the update Terry we are so glad you are back on the Madonna horse and maybe like me you stumbled across this alleged exclusive about what the Madonna 
celebration tour will be. If it's true, then it's very different to what a lot of us were thinking it would be, which is, you know, your, your classic Madonna show with a focus on the hits sort of going through eras. But have a listen to this. I have no idea. I haven't verified if it's true or not, but this is circulating on the internet. The alleged exclusive starts by saying, we want to stress the fact that Bob the Drag Queen will be part of a show, a very long show that will cover Madonna's entire career with a set list filled with her singles, with only a very few exceptions, including three classic tracks that have never been performed on tour before. Rescue me, maybe? We don't just see it as a concert, it continues, but more of a biographical musical where Madonna shares her life story through her music and confronts her younger self. The songs are not presented in chronological order, but rather they're arranged in a way that is functional to convey the story. This show is guaranteed to be a feast for both your eyes and your soul. The staging is magnificent and the choreography is top notch making for an unforgettable experience oh and did we mention that madonna's singing is simply flawless so if it's true this has to have been written by somebody who's been watching the rehearsals um, she has done so well to keep this all a secret nobody knows at all there have been no leaks to my knowledge about what the celebration tour will look like However, many of you would have seen the AI photos that someone created about, you know, from their head, what they thought the Madonna show would look like. Wow, I'm not much into these AI images, I have to say, most of the time, but these were amazing. But possibly that's where we start, possibly Madonna's in New York, and that might give us a clue about what the opening track would be, what song doesn't have to be one of the early ones. What song represents somebody arriving, somebody unsure, somebody just starting to learn the ropes or find their path? I don't search, I find. Name every Kylie studio album in reverse order in 30 seconds. You've got to be kidding me. Tension, disco, golden. No, tension, disco, step back in time, greatest hits, golden. I'm, I'm having panic. Seasonal. Oh, Christmas album, okay, okay. There was a couple of other greatest hits as well. Just throwing, throwing that out there. Um, Kiss Me Once, Aphrodite, am I right? Before that was X. I've got to go years. I need a lie down, I've done a lot. Oh no, don't give me the countdown. Wah, 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 wah. Oh, that was a real epic fail. Do you want to have a go yeah, anyway? Go I'm still nervous. So I got to X, body language, before that was fever, before that was light years. Impossible Princess, Kylie Minogue. Enjoy yourself. No, that's second. After Rhythm of Love. I'm right. Before Kylie Minogue. Yeah. <laughs> what was that one? Let's get to it. Oh my! <laughs> That's there. Okay, so let's get to it. <laughs> Rhythm of Love. Then it was Enjoy Yourself and then Kylie. Oh my. <laughs> the stress levels in here at Hot Buzz are sky high. And that was a really awesome moment. Can you believe that Kylie forgot Let's Get To It? Or does it make perfect sense? She couldn't even remember it. Uh, I have to admit, if somebody asked me to say all the records in reverse, I could definitely do it. But there's dispute in Kylie Kingdom. 
about which albums count as a studio album. Abbey Road Sessions, Different Greatest Hits, The Christmas Albums, do they count as studio works? I don't know. We're certainly calling, what, Tension the 16th studio album. So somewhere we've reached some consensus. But I loved listening to Kylie play that game. That was pretty cool. Now, our friend Kim from the northern part of the world, I'm not going to get that wrong again, Kim, um, he was there for a listening party of Tension in his home country, and he's been listening to the album and listening to our podcast as well. Hi, Tim. This is Kim from Finland again. I just listened to your Tension episode, and I have some opinions. First of all, I really like the album. It's a grower. And my favorite songs at the moment would be Things We Do For Love, You Still Get Me High, and Vegas High, that must be the next single. And then just like your listener, Laura, from New Zealand with his fantastic accent said that she also liked Somebody To Love, and I really like that one as well. And also I just, I, I haven't, hadn't heard about um, the extra super bonus tracks, Heavenly Body and Drum. They are fabulous. So why isn't Drum a single? It's so great. And also, um, I was talking to my best friend Jenny the other day. She's not this diehard Kylie fan as I am. She's more Madonna. And I explained to her that the thing is that we don't want Kylie to be out there for everybody, but she is our own little secret, our own gem. And you touched this subject on your podcast. And yeah, I think that's true. I think that's my opinion on this matter. And lastly... I hope that your listener Rudy from New York gets his tickets for him and his friend because I could hear the desperation in his voice and it was very, very charming and I can relate. I know what it feels like. So good luck, Rudy. And thank you for a great podcast yet again. Bye from Kim. Hi. This isn't Kylie Minogue, and I love listening to Time to Talk. There's also this very strange piece of information has reared its head on the internet, but I can't verify it. So I'm calling BS on it, unless somebody listening can put me on the right path. Tension, the song, has apparently been played in either Canadian radio or US radio with a different lyric. Instead of touch me right there, love me right there. And of course... The fans are going crazy. What's offensive about Touch Me Right There? There's much worse Nicki Minaj and all Doja Cat. There's much worse, right? But I can't believe we're even having the conversation. Until somebody can play that to me and prove that it exists, then don't get all stirred up, my friends. Get stirred up if it's true, because it's absolutely ridiculous. Apparently, Touch Me Right There might be too rude. But it did make me wonder, what is she talking about, Touch Me Right There? Because I always thought it was her right nipple. Touch me right there. That's what my assumption was. What was your assumption? Just a reminder that you can 
win a copy of the Red Two Hearts Kylie Minogue vinyl by doing something very simple, by rating this show and evidencing that rating to us. Now, I have to say, a few of you have sent me emails saying that you've done it, but you have to show me the evidence. And I think in some cases you're forgetting to attach a screenshot, for example. You get one entry into the draw if you give a rating, but if you write a review, if your platform allows it, so for example on Podbean, on Spotify, actually I don't think you can on Spotify, but on Apple you can. There are also websites where you can recommend podcasts. If you write something, you get three entries into the draw. Now, at the moment, we've you've got a great chance of winning this thing. It will run till Christmas, by the way. But at the moment, we've got about 10 entries in the draw. We should probably have about 15, but quite a few of you have written to me and said, hey, Tim, I've reviewed your show. Mm, I... I, I I need more than that. I need you to give me the evidence. And I can also go onto these sites and see that people are leaving some comments and uh, ratings, but they haven't emailed me. So I don't know what's going wrong, my friends, but if you want to be in the draw, you've just got to, it's very simple, rate the show, send me evidence, you go in the draw. Alternatively, leave a review of the show, send me the evidence, and you'll get three entries into the draw. And where do you send it? Time to talk Australia at Outlook.com. I'm having a gooseberry and cinnamon yogurt. Who wants a gooseberry and cinnamon yogurt? Chloe, would you like a gooseberry and cinnamon yogurt? Yes, please. And finally today, we return to a podcast we did a few back uh, about uh, Celine Dion fans and how they're coping with this unbelievably tragic and sad uh, scenario that uh, Celine Dion finds herself in, we were really curious about what the fans were feeling at this stage. Can you imagine being a mega fan of a star and they went offline because of a serious illness? I just, it was an amazing podcast. We spoke to an amazing fan who shared what that experience was like. Now, Gilbert has been listening to the podcast, heard that episode, and he wanted to draw your attention to a piece of work that he has already done on the topic. Hi, this is Gilbert Gonzalez Jr. from Los Angeles, California. I am the YouTuber and content creator that put together the Celine Dion video on YouTube called Celine Dion Fans from Around the World Speak Out. We are not going anywhere. Following her video announcement where she shared her diagnosis having stiff person syndrome. That was almost a year ago. We have been without hearing from Celine for almost a year and the fans have feelings about it. If you do want to check out that tribute video, you can see it on my YouTube channel at Gilbert GTV. That's the handle or at www.youtube.com forward slash Gilbert Gonzalez with a Z at the end. JRTV. I want to first start off by saying to this podcast, Time to Talk with Tim Power, thank you so much for allowing us as Celine fans to have a place to grieve. And I do say that word on purpose. You can grieve and mourn somebody 
while they're still here. We're being forced to do that. We are left in the dark. I want to first speak out to all of the Celine fans that are listening, saying that I am with you. I am sad, but I'm also angry. Angry and I'm confused. And I hope that it's okay that I get this real. Also, shout out to Trisha. I thought you did a great job in the last interview that I heard here on this podcast called Celine Dion Fan Speak Out. You did an exceptional job. Like you really did speak for all of us. And I thought you did great. Thank you so much for raising your voice. But if I can assign a little bit of responsibility to why we're all left in the dark, Celine Dion's team for the last three years has not really done a lot besides release the 4K version of unreleased footage of Celine's My Heart Will Go On, which was wonderful. But we need kind of like Mariah Carey has like a rarity CD. We need the vaults to open up. There is no reason that as Celine is taking care of her health and focusing on that right now, that the fan base is not fed. Celine is such a prolific performer. There is probably hundreds of thousands, if not more, hours of unseen and unheard recordings and live performances that could be turned into Blu-rays. Where is the material of our favorite singer? While we're sitting here trying to process our emotions, you had asked Tim in that last episode, what is it like being a Celine Dion fan right now? It is gut-wrenchingly heartbreaking because we really do feel like we know her. She has been an open book for the entirety of her career, more than most other artists. And those of us that were lucky to have met her or worked with her know firsthand that she is a what you see is what you get kind of person. And so it is like grieving a family member. For that open book to actually start to close and be left in the dark, it's outrageous. I do. I'm, I'm angry about it. And maybe the fans call to action a little bit. Hey, Celine's team, what's up? How is Celine? We need check-ins. I understand if she's too ill to sit up and put on some makeup and get camera ready. We don't care what she looks like, honestly. She can have her hair all tousled and have morning breath and food in her tooth. I don't care. I just want to see that she's okay. But if she's not okay with that and she's like, I want some kind of makeup, then that's okay. But where's her team? Where are the people that are taking care of her in her career to be able to tell us something? We fans are left in the dark. We don't know what's going on. You had also asked, do the fans know just how serious this is? The fans, I think, like me, are doing their best to be positive and to have hope. But I think that it's only natural and kind of inevitable for us to start to become disillusioned and for that hope to start to fade when we are left in silence, when we are left in the dark. And that's what's going on with us. We don't have any updates with her, just something here and there. Her sister saying that it's hard to treat her right now. There's not a lot that we can do to help her. She just said that at the end of last month. Her background singer in July of this year said that he's optimistic. And when asked in an interview, will Celine be back? He says, I believe so. And that's what we're all believing. But even when we hear Celine talk about it, she says things like, I'm working hard to get better. I'm doing all that I can. I'm using all my strength. And that breaks my heart because that's kind of how this happened. I mean, I know that it's a one in a million diagnosis, but a lot of it can be either amplified or maybe even brought out and activated by stress. She needs to do the opposite of working hard. She just needs to relax. And that's going to be a hard journey for her as well that needs her own time because all she's ever known is work. This is a woman that has sold more albums than just about every other female singer in the history of recorded sound. This is a woman that has maybe not on the Billboard Hot 100 like Mariah Carey, but when 
you think about the totality of all of the album charts, just dozens and dozens and dozens of number ones, hundreds and millions of albums sold and recording and performing in nine languages. That's completely unheard of. She is the GOAT. She is the greatest singer of all time. And if you don't agree with that, I really do assert that it's only because you're not familiar with her. I mean, even one of the fans that had called in had said, for a while, I thought that the Titanic song, <laughs> which is actually called My Heart Will Go On, was her only song. That's another side story, but I have a gripe with pop culture for not celebrating more of her music. I think it's all coming back to me now, went viral for a moment on TikTok, but she's so much more than those songs. Her catalog is extensive. She's a supernaturally gifted singer. We don't need the performance part of Celine right now. We don't need her to be on a stage working. That would be amazing, but we need her well. I don't know that even Celine is in a place to where she has been able to make that differential. I think for her, the fans missing her and her feeling that, I think she's interpreting that as I need to get back on stage because they're missing me. It's almost like counterintuitive to her healing because she hears those messages. We miss you. We miss you. We miss you. And I don't know that she's made it really click yet that we miss her, the person, and want her to get well. And that's a completely different conversation than her, the musician. With Celine, you fall in love with both. And I would love it if Celine really got that, not just heard it, but something in her clicked and was like, wow, the only thing that I really need to be doing is to rest and occasionally get on a FaceTime or record a little video while I'm kicking back, you know, eating bonbons or something that's relaxing, getting a massage and just say to the fans, today's a good day or today's not such a good day, but I love you and I'm okay. I'm watching Real Housewives or whatever she's doing, just checking in with us as a person. I think if we just had some of that, I think we would be satiated and we wouldn't be grieving and mourning as much. So if you're listening to this team, Celine, please take note and help us get that from our queen. Good on you, Gilbert, for reaching out. It's very, very much appreciated. And that's the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. It's a pleasure to have you on board. And as always, send in your comments. This is interactive. This is where we stand in the fortress and we talk about what we love so much. And that's pop music, pop culture, and keeping it alive. You can always reach out. Tim Power on Facebook. Time to talk Australia at Outlook.com. And as always, you take care of yourself and look forward to all the wonderful things ahead of us. Madonna's tour, Kylie's Vegas shows, single number three from Tension, and of course, Madonna fans screeching their protests that they're not jealous. Get the popcorn out, friends. You take care.